Well, good morning. It is, god damn it, I don't even know the day, I know it's after It is April, where are you? Okay, that's in the workout. 46 minutes and 30 seconds. And it, it was 1.94 miles, let's call it two. Um, now, uh, walk around the park um and and the reason i walk around the park because the dog the dog can actually uh i could get some running in they got a little track around the uh actually i was gonna say what day it was the seventh friday the seventh and april 7th so i was uh i usually come to the park in the morning take around the house in the evening but i Came to the park this morning as usual, and it's Kennedy Park right on 24th, and behind the Garfield School. It's actually, I take the, there's a loop, a circle around the uh, baseball fields, soccer fields, and all kind of fucking fields. It's huge, and it's a half a mile. But there's another part to the park, and that's over by the, uh, uh, swimming pool. They got the volleyball over there, horseshoes, and then they got the play areas. Got play areas all over the place. It's actually a pretty good park. And uh, so I come here, and I usually walk around here from from home. Uh, that's a mile or half a mile from here to home. And once I make that circle, it's a mile. That loop, and then I'll go hang over on the other side, and I hang over, walk the dog over there, so she could get her run on. And um, once you get a run on, you know, throw her the ball a few times and she could do that shit all day. But <laughs> we, we don't. But anyway, you know, I uh, figured I hadn't dropped anything in a while. Now, I owe it to my 671 downloaders. <laughs> oh, download that uh, I... Uh, I need to put something out. I can put something out every day, but I, I don't. I here the last month here. I've been uh, fucked around. Well, not. I don't want to say fucked around. I've been fucked up in the head. And what I mean by that, not crazy or anything, but fucking stress. Now, I uh, said I got these things going on with the uh, VA, OSHU, Oregon Hospital Science University and all these other people. And I'm just trying to get some fucking, something done, somebody got to answer to this shit. And that's that's all I'm saying. So, uh, thing is, they sent me a letter last week, a couple of weeks ago. Wow, it got to me on a, got to me on the 14th of March. And now what was odd about the letter was actually for more information. You know, for my claim against OHA. And I'm like, what fucking claim? And now this is the V8. Uh, because I'm saying that they done wrong and I need answers, they're interpreting this the wrong way. And see, the doctors didn't expect this to go that fucking far. And, you know, they what they done was, this is the VA. This is how fucked up they are. I got a letter dated. Let me read it to you. The 28th. Now it was last, it was mailed the last day of February. February 
And it's addressed to me, to my address, my my box, and it's report that medical treatment record relevant to your claim. You also completed a release form authorizing the Department of Veteran Affairs to ask for those records on your behalf. You have requested copy. We have requested copies of your private medical records from family specialty and OSHU. Now, that should be in their fucking computers, right? They fucking sent it to me. My private records. That don't make fucking sense. So, uh, now, you know, they completely downplayed it and didn't even put anything about the emergency room in the, in the, uh, in my medical records. So, this letter came, called, came to me asking for this information. Now, uh, this is the Department of Veteran Affairs Evidence Intake Center. So, the letter came, was dated the 28th. It made it, now this letter is from Virginia somewhere. Yep, Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach, Virginia. And this letter dated then and on the 28th. They had to put it in a letter and I don't know why in the fuck they sent it to Phoenix, but they did. Uh, well, I guess that's the exchange. Uh, oh, they sent it to Yuma, Tucson to be mailed. I guess it's the regional thing. So from the 28th, it, it, left, it was stamped at Phoenix. I mean, that's just a postal at the VA. You know, they do their own postal, stamp that shit and let it sit. This damn letter didn't get to me till the 14th. I have what they're saying here. We strongly encourage you to send any information or evidence as soon as you can. If we do not hear from you, we may make a decision on your claim after 30 days. Hell, it's been 20 days by the time the letter got to me. And I, I, I didn't, I, 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 I got, com I got fucked up. I got confused. I, not confused. I just got to the point of my head had to stop because I was going into a spin. And the reason for that was because this don't make sense. You're going to send me a letter and then just give me 10 days. And before I do anything like this, you know, actually respond to anything, I've got to, I've got to, uh, I gotta think about it, study on it. I can't just jump off into that shit, you know? I mean, I could, but <laughs> when I did that with the uh, letter to the damn doctor, they took that, I mean, about the shit that first happened, they took that the wrong way, and here it is today. I'm still trying to get that shit rectified. But, the, uh, I sat down and I did it, and I just did it the other day, and I, uh, had to drop this shit, and I was sending them uh, information from the hot, uh, from the ER, but you can't send. I'm like, I trying to send videos and everything. I sent every fucking thing I had, every little piece of paper I had, even my handwritten note. And the reason being because in my papers they're saying I have a torn fuses. I mean, my ass got a little tear in it. Got a little. Got a tear in it. Now he said, Fuses. 
Never put that in my motherfucking medical records. I never had to go back to the, uh, uh, podi I'm not podiatrist. The, uh, and fucking, uh, urologist just as good as a fucking podiatrist. Well, what the fuck he done to help me? But the thing is, it, it's kind of fucked up and shameful that they would send me some information, give me 30 days after the, and it's usually 30 days after the stamp is on that letter. But, and I, I, I wrote that out and explained, shut, sent that to them too. What kind of shit are you pulling? I'm supposed to expect equal fair treatment after this? And then, you know, it's like I'm sending all this information, not all these papers that I got. See, the doctor didn't realize I had papers of my own. And that came from the, uh, I just kept everything I had. I never throw any motherfucking thing away when it comes to my health care and dealing with people on the outside with my health care, meaning people other than me. Because uh, I'm strongly a, 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 an advocate of self-help, health care. Hell, for all the doctors doing going to school to learn how to get pills and shit, what the fuck is that? You can look up that shit on the internet, but then you got to have a prescription. But no, you don't. Not in Mexico, you don't. <laughs> but anyway, I um, sent that letter off. And at the same time, another letter came. Now, this letter is for my claim um, against uh, the VA for PTSD. Now... <laughs> They're telling me there is no claim for PTSD. But here in my, you know, I had to send more information. Up in Oregon, throughout all that shit and me doing all this complaining, they threw PTSD in my goddamn medical records. Saying he suffered from PTSD because he don't like doctors, don't doc don't think doctors do enough for them, da-da-da-da-da-da. Now, I've been saying that. I said that a long time ago, fuck a doctor, you know? I mean, Lillian actually showed me a lot about, and Lillian was my wife who was a cardiovascular uh, nurse. And she, she showed me the difference of them taking care of me and me taking care of me. Because one time they, I suffer from white coats. Most of us blacks do. And what white coat disease is, your, your blood pressure rise once you, I mean, we got high blood pressure anyway, but your blood pressure rise even more once you're in a doctor's office. They call it white coat disease. Fucking pressure, because you just hate going to a doctor, especially blacks. So uh, they determined that after they took my pressure one day and they give me some pills and, uh, uh, I mean, not give me some pills, took my pressure one day in the dark room when I was laying down and different things and found out my pressure is actually pretty low in that uh-oh, I uh, don't need blood pressure medicine. But in the interim, before that, they gave me pills to take for my blood pressure. This shit fucked me up. Had me so lethargic and fucking dragging and I was just could not move half the time. And actually Lillian was taking my pressure. She said, what the fuck, man? Something wrong with you. You, you. She told me, stop taking the medicine right then and there. Told me something's wrong. You shouldn't be on the fucking medicine. She started taking my blood pressure. And I'm saying, see, your blood pressure is normal. And she brought that to the doc doctor 
uh, uh, determine white coat after they send me through these series of blood pressure tests. But they were giving me pills. So I, uh, in a service now, I hurt my back in a service. I get disability from the military for that shit. I had to prove that shit. Now, what had happened when I was in the service? They, I was on a flight line. Uh, I worked as a mechanic in the A shop, aerospace ground equipment. And we had to deliver equipment to the flight line for the aircrafts. We had to go pick up equipment to bring it in for major maintenance, minor maintenance, for daily inspections and shit. And it, some of that equipment was fucking heavy. It was just on wheels, that's all. But you never could get your pendle hook lined up straight uh, not straight, but close enough or exact enough for the damn thing. And you always had to end up pulling it. You could lay the, uh, the bar down on the ground and try your best to get close to it. But, you know, you, even if you get it dead on, you still got to take it up, bring it up, move them wheels to the side, pull that bar, and then push that bar back. Now, I'm an extremely tall man. Not extremely. 6'4", the tractor was so fucking small. I did my time the first time. I was hurt. I got hurt and I complained about it. Ended up going to sick call. Now, they came out with a new procedure at the time, an MRI. My thing was, when I went to the hospital, I told them it was down both my legs. And they said, <laughs> they didn't tell me I was crazy or stupid or lying. They just showed me I was lying. Said, well, and I didn't find out it wasn't normal until... You, you know, I started seeing Dr. McCullough in Phoenix. But the thing is, they had me, I mean, I even had to be rushed to the hospital a couple times because my back hurt. They had me on traction. And But the thing is, they never did send me down to San Antonio with the orders from the hospital. And they want to put me back on track. They put me back on track again. I'm like, look, you know, I hadn't even done this. I go to the hospital. Before I go to it was a, I don't even think, know the name of the man, and Moody O'Black. Uh, it was a sergeant over the drivers, and he told me, no, I can't go to sick call. Now, for one, you can't tell nobody they can't go to sick call. I said, look, I'm waiting for some orders. I can't be on no tractor. They had me on light duty and everything else, and he won't put me back on tractor. And me and Moody had already had a confrontation last time I was on tractor, and he figured he gonna get even with my ass. So, tell me I can't go. I said, man, you can't tell me I can't go to fucking uh, sick call. And I'm going. And I walked out the shop. By the time I got to the hospital, the phone call was already there. And they sent me back to work. Two days later, I was rushed back to the fucking hospital. Could not even stand up. I mean, I could stand up. My fucking legs hurt. My back hurt. I was just fucked up put me on traction for uh, a herniated disc, but still don't believe it. Now, they started sending me to physical therapy, all kind of shit, and it was just fucking hurtful. It was painful. It was really, really painful because you're not dealing with muscles now. I don't have muscle aches. I've got a fucking uh, nerve problems in my back. Now, I don't know shit. I didn't know shit about nothing yet. All I knew, my fucking back hurt. So, I, uh, 
ended up going to, I was getting ready. I was gonna re-enlist, but when they done me that shit, I ended up getting out. And But before I got out, I went to the base commander to complain about this shit. Base commander told me, but he didn't tell, tell me what he put in my file, told me I didn't want to be tall. I got a problem with being tall. Look how you're sitting. I mean, like, what? And I could not believe what the fuck he's saying. Are you telling me I got a mental problem? Now, I played basketball, played volleyball. Oh, fuck. I mean, we played volleyball like crazy in high school. My height was an advantage. My height was actually, in my world, a little more intimidating than a short person. You know, I didn't get a lot of people fucking with me because of my height. <laughs> but it, it, he tell me I am uh, don't want to be tall. Now, I, I just didn't fucking believe what the fuck he was saying. And uh, I ended up getting out of the military. No uh, thing. And when I went downtown in New Orleans to file for a claim, these white boys told me... Uh, um, you can't file a claim after I put my name on the paper. You know, they found out for my back and said, well, you can't file a claim um, unless you had surgery. I said, get the fuck out of here. So I left and they had my paper. Now, they sent me word sometime later saying I need to come in for a medical examination. Now, they never sent me a letter. They never, never sent me a fucking letter to where I live. And uh, the thing about that is I, uh, even though I had a change of address, something like that never made it to me. And I uh, ended up saying, fuck it, you know. I, uh, I dealt with my back. I had to be careful with the job. But then again, you know, I had to take a job to live, to survive. And I mean, you know, and usually coming into that world, I left. I couldn't get a job at the airport because they had that shit locked up. They wasn't hiring niggas out there then. So uh, I ended up getting a job, you know, working my ass off. But it was in between getting out of the military and the time that I seen Dr. McCulley, I saw no doctors. Uh, I, I just didn't trust him. I just didn't believe him. I just, and then, you know, with Lillian in the profession, she told me a lot more <laughs> than the average person know about these fuckers. Uh, how the medical, how the uh, pharmaceutical companies actually cater to these doctors by giving them, you know, having them uh, uh, use pills. I mean, everything is about a pill now. It's not about medicine. Medicine is, and these pills fucking you up too. So you could take the pills. I've been dropped out of those pills. And actually that was a warning from Lillian because these pills gonna fuck you up. So I've always smoked marijuana. I stuck with marijuana and I use that for my back and everything. But the thing is I uh, sent this claim and I put in, a, I'm explaining to them <laughs> why. I say, and then, you know, like I say, in my land up in Salem, they want to say I got PTSD, but you know, PTSD, anxiety, 
deep depression. But you see, they put all of that in there. They were ready to put my ass in a mental institution, and I knew it. So uh, that's why I left Oregon anyway, because you know this medical profession, and that was the VA itself. Uh, now that brings me to a word I told that doctor when we last met. I say I can't believe. You, uh, this like the days ago approach. Now, she didn't believe I could know what the fuck that was. Like a days ago, look it up. Uh, it's lazy, it's uh, careless, non committal. It's just, yes, disregard, total disregard for what you should be doing. Uh, there's no sense of urgency. Uh, it'll work out eventually, so they say. But lackadaisical is somebody who uh, has a duty and don't feel, fulfill their duty because they uh, have bias usually towards the person or just don't want to do their job. Now, you know, you see people who lackadaisical, you know, in a store, you know, you go check for the price. Okay, and walk off slow. And, and the same thing was like uh, with them children, we were dealing with them children, you know, uh, and I'm getting all these people involved because they then took these children from me and gave them to their crackhead mama who fled the state and ended up not taking care of the children anyway, ended up uh, um, fucking beating the child and ended up getting uh, arrested. But this was the state and the state of Louisiana. And I use that word because it, well, actually Lillian, <laughs> Lillian was a good wordsman. I mean, she fucking, and she got me into words, really. She got me into words because they got this scramble puzzle. Every day she used to get a newspaper, get this scramble puzzle, she knew those words. And if she didn't know what word it came up, but she knew all these fucking words. And she's actually a whip <laughs> with words. And we would do words, different words every day, you know. Uh, we would take that puzzle, do it on pieces of paper. And she got me actually familiar with words again. Uh, now, again, I had been, I didn't did a lot of reading, but then in between that time, I stopped. Uh, when I started at Icon, then I started picking up reading again once I found Gutenberg Project. But the thing is, I uh, use lackadaisical. Now, that's a pretty deep fucking word. Simple word. It sounds like one of those words uh, Al Sharpton would use. But if you look at the black situation in this country facing racism, and they don't want to acknowledge it, uh, telling you you're woke, uh, telling you uh, uh, you hate the country, you hate this, make America great. That's a lackadaisical approach to the back problem. Now, they're going to say, wow, there's plenty of blacks. Judges, yeah, and you can see on court TV all these black judges. Uh, there are plenty of black uh, 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 actors and everybody else. But, you know, they, I'm gonna tell you about lackadaisical. You just heard that trolley pass, your little cart. 
Now I'm still in the park. When me and the dog first parked, he uh, got this white guy. They got a couple of white guys here. There's two on that cart right there. And that passed. I've never seen them two before. But they got another one here, a little reddish head guy who went to Garfield, younger dude, who speak to me and see me picking up the dog shit say thank you <laughs> it's like okay it's like you know this my dog shit now nah, it's in the park i don't want anybody i know if i go to a park and step in dog shit it's like what the fuck and then they got a million signs that clean your dog shit oh pick up after your dog but i do that i mean like in the desert and shit shit i ain't picking up nothing because it's gonna dry like that um Thing is, I um, was walking. I parked over by the school in that school parking lot, closer to the big ring, the my, half mile ring. And I'm walking, you know, I'm walking over to the uh, volleyball court side where the bedrooms at, where the uh, uh, Volleyball and soccer field on one side, rough soccer field. I mean, this is like ghetto soccer field. Got a little grass, but this grass gonna be gone in a little bit. And I think they do water too. They also got water on the uh, thing. There's also an ice skating ring here. A couple of pavilions, the bathroom. They got a, uh, a, a skateboard little complex over here. And they got the pool behind me. And they got the bigger park on the other side. Now, as I'm walking up from the school, coming towards this way, uh, they got one of the park trucks parked on the side, and these two white dudes then pulled up in the scooter. Now, I'm walking down there. I'm about, God, I'm about 200 feet now. I'm, and I'm walking down there, and they pulled up, and they're talking and stuff. Now, as I got to them, I expected them to move off the fucking sidewalk. But these dudes, now you don't want to look at me, won't even smile, give me a scrawny look when he passed, you know, like scarring look like when, at me and then hold his head down. But here's what happened. They're on a the sidewalk. As I get there, I'm thinking they're going to move. They don't move. I've got to go around them. Now, this fucking sidewalk <laughs> is for walking. You on one of these little ATVs that's made for the fucking dirty. So they saw me coming. Next thing you know, uh, they on the sidewalk. I get up there. Good morning. No, I didn't even say good morning. Say morning. I say yeah, it's morning. I gotta go. I mean yeah, I gotta go around you. It is morning. You know, cause and I, I've got this habit now. The older I get, the most shit just fly off my fucking tongue. Um, I. Kept walking. I mean, and did my thing, you know, when it came over to the park. But, you know, I never had any trouble with anybody here before. Uh, I mean, with, I mean, they got a guy around here who have a dog who, his dog always get loose and always run behind pretty and I, you don't know I'm gonna shoot him, you know. Because uh, I've got to, I'm getting tired of fucking freaking out pretty. And I mean, I ain't telling this dude nothing, but he ain't said nothing either. He ain't even say fucking sorry, so cool. Now, I, uh, yeah, I know he saw that gun. Now, I, uh, 
walk around in there is no problem. I have no problem, you know. Uh, I don't speak. They usually speak to me. And once they speak to me, and then I'll walk past in the morning, give a wave or hold a hand up. But, you know, I never have trouble. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you something. What I noticed here yesterday. Uh, the white guy who stay in the same trailer park with me got a little brown dog. <laughs> now people see pretty, they think pretty smart. They think I spend a lot of time with pretty training pretty. All I do, I don't. All I do is talk to pretty girl. She picking up, taught her. Well, I didn't teach her. Taught her before to roll over, and teaching her. Doing the now how to roll over. She looking for the. <laughs> she hear that now and she just wanted like what what what. <clears throat> roll over, okay. So uh, the guy who was walking pretty girl from down by the hotel way, and uh, she had um. Uh, When I did, when I walk her down the hotel way, you know, they got this grass. And she loved fucking grass, you know, because we didn't been in the desert, you know. And she just go crazy over there. She loved that grass in Oregon. She loved the grass here because we started out in the desert when I first got her. Uh, up there in Las Cruces. So, she loved grass. And as I walked down, they got the pro sign company. I got some beautiful grass in there. She just loved that grass. Uh, Close to the hotel, there's another piece. You know, I'm walking down to uh, on on uh, Arizona Avenue to uh, 24th uh, to 16th, rather, where the Budgetail Hotel is. But I don't go all the way to 16th. I turned the block before where that FTS is, and uh, and I think they got a bank on that corner too, and they got a couple of hotels in the back. And I go back to that big field back there and let us shit poop pee. Now I don't pick up no shit out there. Uh, on the way, if she shit, I pick it up. But usually, we, she gonna wait till she get to that field, and I go head on and let her um, do it. I mean, she do a thing. I don't let her. <laughs> but once we she do that, we walk back. Now there's some other grass close to the water. Uh, 2000 Aqua 2000, I think the name of it is. Right there at 19th in uh, Arizona. Well, that's off 19th. And that's where I usually get my water. But there's some grass there just before you get to that. I mean, some nice, thick, lush grass. But they got those burberries in it, those, those little birds in it. And they stick to the dog, stick to hair, stick to every fucking thing. And she rolled in there. I don't let her roll in there because I got to go home and then brush her. And I brush her all the time, every day. And I brush her at night, though, usually. Uh, that's a little bedtime thing. She loves to be brushed. Sometimes she'll try to give me the brush two times a day. She's looking at these birds now flying around. But, you know, he, he kind of like waved at me. Now, see what the thing is. He saw me the day before, saw a pretty girl rolling in there. Now, he's kind of ashamed because he's trying to teach his dog to roll over. <laughs> so he kind of waved waved at me. Get a shot wave. Probably thought I was a Mexican. 
But then uh, yesterday evening when I was walking, bring my trash out. I was like, hey, did your dog pick up a lot of Burberry's in that thing? And this motherfucker ignored me. I said, okay. And I told him, okay, motherfucker. Don't never, ever say shit to me again. Fuck, I'm good with that. Don't you dare do that to me. So I walked on off. And in the evening, I later, you know, right before bedtime, I was trying to fix this antenna, pick up the stations I used to get, for some reason, don't get. And it all happened that day they was on the news. It happened the news when the news came on and they've been fucked up signals ever since because they're not trying to let people in Arizona know about this Trump shit. Not if you got digital TV. Anyway, most of the people don't have cable. A lot of people don't have cable here. Uh, have just a digital TV. You got cable in the thing, but you know, when you're looking at a Mexican station and I could get the news off of uh, Univision and I usually just try to look at the news there. Uh, I can understand most of it, you know, and uh, so I get along with it. I, I, I uh, but the thing is, they did block those signals, and you can't hardly pick up a good a, a digital signal. Not these network stations that be put blasting this shit about Trump, and I think that's kind of fucked up. But it, 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 it's going on, and I told you about the radio. Now, once you cross the Arizona border, you know. <laughs> You know, you pick up more signals in California as opposed to you with Arizona. You just picking up certain signals, and most of that's religious shit. So I uh, noticed that the news, the news and shit is kind of fucked up. But I was out there fixing up the antenna. I'm getting a little straight off. I was out there fixing up the antenna. Now I've seen this guy pass, old Mexican dude, or he probably don't think he's Mexican. Got long gray, gray hair, hair so gray it's fucking white. And I've seen him pass there before, those short dudes, like most of them, uh, uh, the Indians. I mean, he got a lot of Indian because you, I mean, dude, come on, face it, you look like a fucking Indian, you know, who been mixed with some white blood, that's all. Uh, and. Yeah, I told you about the Hispanic thing here. Now, you know, this dude don't... Him and another guy walked past the back of the trailer in the alley when I was up there working on the antenna. I said, how's it going? He just looked at me. Both of them just looked at me. I said, what the fuck is going... And I said this so they could hear me. What the fuck is going on around here? Nobody fucking speak when spoken to? I said, you fucker just gonna forget about me ever speaking. And I'm thinking I shouldn't have said that because motherfucker might come and shoot up my trailer <laughs> at night but uh i said fuck it you know i um tend not to say shit without even thinking about it just like the dude you know i could have went around the guy and said fuck all but you know you i can't walk around a fucking vehicle that's designed for a fucking dirt road that's parked on a sidewalk and not move to allow me to pass. <laughs> a lot of people just might say that's fucked up. But it was a lackadaisical approach to me as a person walking down that sidewalk careless. But he said morning. Now see, I know the difference between morning and good morning. Morning is just some shit you're gonna say to get it passed. 
You understand? Because you fucking up. You fucking up blocking my pathway. We're going to say morning. You didn't say good morning. Because if you would have meant good morning, you'd pull your ass off the fucking sidewalk. So, I um, went ahead on and just walked around. But that was, that's, that's like a days ago. Now, I went way off on this, you know, because actually I wanted to talk about a whole bunch of other things. Um, like a days ago. And, you know, the thing is, the reason I say this word because I also call black leaders, black people who are in prominent position, judges, lawyers, uh, and everyone in between. They have, most of them have a lackadaisical approach to their own black problem. And what they're saying is that, hey, I got mine, get yours. When the thing was, and I heard somebody say the other day on one of these programs I looked at, about the intellectuals. The intellectuals actually are the ones who leading it now and they're saying it's okay. These people on TV who report the news, they're reporting not news but a fucking variety show. And most of the things they feel good mornings are white folks. You know, it's totally about white folks. So, once we blacks get into these prominent positions, we move on. And remember when you couldn't move on, you couldn't move out your neighborhood, you was actually forced to live in your neighborhood. You actually, well, when they first started, it was a thing about uh, this hospital in Missouri, St. Louis, I believe. Uh, I forgot the damn Philip. Something Philip. I can't even remember the name, now, but it was a medical thing, and I got it off of uh, uh, Prime, Prime Time, or Prime Charge. And I uh, took note of that comment. You know, these intellectuals, you know, they, they there was a hospital for a black where these blacks were learning to take care of themselves. Now this was in the 1940s or 50s and they actually closed the hospitals in I think 77, 75 and they just shut this bitch down. Why? Because blacks were taking care of themselves. Blacks were learning things. Actually a lot of medical uh, 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 um, procedures came out of that. You know, whereas you know you got a sick child, you take that child, sick child out of the room with the healthy children. And then that reduces the same with washing your hands, doing this. And I mean, we came up with a lot of different things, which we know to do. We creative. We look for answers. We search for answers. We search for remedies. And we usually find them. Look, there's only one way we could live under this shit is finding remedies. So the remedy is because they show such strong force when we stand up, it's splintered. It's split up. Everybody, look, I get, get mine, go get yours. But at the same time, you know, when they get theirs, they don't bring theirs back home to the neighborhoods and fix up the neighborhoods that they came from or descended from 
you know, their parents and stuff a little where they got such a big connection, but they move on. And, and, and these intellectuals become part of the problem. They're not the solution anymore. They are the problem because they become lackadaisical just like the rest of America towards its approach to black, brown, red. You know, uh, you hear about uh, anti-cynicism, cynicism. <laughs> but, and they're talking about how this uh, increasing never lesson uh black children been dying number one gun pro number one debt for black children in high school 24 years old even up to the 40 50s now it's a uh, gun debt by guns uh that's been a long time but they actually said it's been since 2009 now they got a report is and this is on public ready to go that there was a, uh, for all kids, they didn't start out like that. They say for kids, it's uh, the number one killer is guns. But there was a black woman that number one killer for black kids been guns since the 2000s, early 2000s. And you know, nobody paid any attention to that shit, you know. Uh, and it goes hand in hand. They let that shit happen. Uh, they did. They paid no notice to that fucking black children would die, seeing people dead as they walked to school. Uh, but if one white child saw something like that, and I, and I don't mean just one white child, because they lived through that shit too. I mean, don't get me wrong, but the majority of the whites do not face that, and they don't even consider it. But they hear about crime, they hear about the crime that coming from out of the inner city that's blasted on the news to make these blacks look even worse than they are. I mean, we, we fucking bad too and we killing each other like fucking crazy and it just amazes me that you don't know you're killing but you're trying to get your own. That's a lackadaisical approach to everything but what concerns you and what benefits you. And I don't give a damn. You could ride on a black back and say, I'm going to do this. And once you get up there, we know what happened. Um, so, you know, these elite, these intellects who who came from us. And then, you know, a lot of them didn't. They coming from the ones before now first started off in the civil right here, got those advantages. Oh, and they're stopping, uh, they, they, they're questioning uh, affirmative action now. Uh, and you know, that's just something like, okay, you could question it, but still ain't never do nobody no good. And I, I mean, affirmative action, no, I don't believe in it. All you do is when you, all I'm saying is when you accept affirmative action, you accept the fact that they are superior to you. That you need this. Now, I figure if I'm on an equal equal footing, I don't need shit. I could outwork any fucking money. I could learn fast, do shit. But 
you know, even when it comes to the hospital care, health care, housing, I mean, you know, the government have been against us. And the government, when it's, it's, it's still, it's, it's by law, some of these things. Uh, redlining, does it still exist? No, but it does. Uh, discrimination, does it still exist? Yeah, but it does. Uh, housing, uh, school, you know. When we got to go to these so-called better schools, what the fuck they done? They ran out and the government made that an option for them by giving them tax breaks that we paid for. We paid for them the whole ass out of the fucking uh, city and go into, keep their jobs in the city, go into the fucking suburbs, bring everybody from the city and fund their own schools while our schools fail. Now, You know, a child, if you give a child information, he's going to learn if you want to. If he's interested. But if you, uh, and he's going to learn anyway. No matter what you give him, he not, may not be on the same footing, but he's going to learn. And if that child want to take it further, and we've had some brilliant fucking teachers cover but they did what they could do and I mean you, you gotta look at the situation we were smart back then I mean you know yeah we had the fuckers who fucked around and everything else I think his name Melvin Taylor Melvin Taylor was one of them who fucking joked and would disrupt a class all the time with his jokes him Jerry Lee and all these other people but uh they were still smart enough wasn't that the teachers didn't spend time, it just didn't have the same equipment, the same opportunity, just like now. In the inner cities, they got computers that they gotta share. But in the outskirts, they got computers all their own. And see, this is school funding, bonds, and everything else that's made off of money from those who work in the inner city and take that money out of the fucking city. So, uh, lack of days ago approach to getting rid of problems that exist and they won't exist, but they listen to other people throw up shit and, you know, they talk about the good old days. And really, when they talk about them fucking good old days, I get scary. Uh, Trump trying to start a war. And, and I ride to the park now, most of the time. But I, um, I'm really careful now because these fucking people uh, see more that stop and look at me. Uh, one motherfucker turned the corner the damn road past me slow. I had to say, what the fuck are you looking at, man? You know, I'm walking with my motherfucking dog. And I mean, what the fuck are you looking at? And he keep on going. Had one uh, uh, when I was back behind the hotels with the dog. Run up there, I mean, creep past me. My first thing to do is to show them I'm ready for your ass is put my hand in my back pocket where I keep my pistol. And I mean, I'm ready to pull it out fast. Now, if I'm in the car, pistol sitting right alongside me, right by the passenger seat. In between the passenger seat and this. But the thing is, they, uh, 
they, they really fucked up and it's gonna be a war. And while they're trying to get the guns out of the inner cities, they arming up. And I mean, look at the guns they go into the schools with and kill these children, their own children. Now, you know, this last one they said was a white girl. Not, that was a white male. That was a white man. You know, you say he was a uh, trans, trans, uh, was it a transvestite? That sounds so nasty, huh? <laughs> transvestite, whoa. But that's why they call them transit, I guess. But transit to me is somebody moving around a lot. It's sort of like a hobo. But anyway, so the thing is, is, you know, they. Say it was a woman, uh, unusual. That's not. That's not a woman. It's a man. Uh, and these guns, you know, they, they. On one hand, these politicians crying about crime in the inner city, but on the other hand, they're saying we have a right to own our guns. But in the inner city where the crime is bad, we got to get rid of those guns get it you de-armed and that's why your ass cannot have a gun once you've been to jail and how many you've been to jail but once you've been to jail you can't i mean depends on the charge you never own a gun or legally <laughs> never gonna say you never but the thing is uh they're arming up and with trump trump's talking all this fucking rhetoric and, and you could tell it's bad out here i saw a license plate the other day Oh my God, KYA. I couldn't see the state because I was fucking trying to make out this thing. KYA, B, uh, M, N. I'm like, what? Now I could do words. I did puzzles, and I could do those words without the vowels. <laughs> or you do acronyms too. KYA. Q U A, because I've always did this with license plate. Q U A B M N. Man. Black man. I'm like, fuck. I was about to get my camera out, and this motherfucker's turn. And as I know the truck is a Dodge Maroon Dually. Mm hmm. And I've been looking for that motherfucker. Everyone I see. I go behind them so I can get a picture of this. But you know, the thing is, that's horrendous to think that somebody would ride around there with that shit. And that's all that is, kill you a black man. And every white boy should do this. That's what it's saying, kill you a white boy, a black man. <laughs> now, and I, another reason I know it's getting bad because, I mean, and it's always been like this. You got these crackers who want to walk up to you, you know, going through the store the other day. Fucking guy, uh, and this brings to mind the next word, obsquesis. You know what obsquesis is. <laughs> yeah, don't go find it. I'm leaving the store. Now, I've been in stores before, you know, where you got these fucking white folks 
acting like they don't see you. Coming running out the aisles and, you know, with their basket, just pushing their basket like they got the fucking right away. But it's not the right away, it's the white away. And I was going out of the store, fries. I just went to fries because it's close and I didn't feel like riding to Walmart and wasting my fucking gas for 50 cent savings. And, uh, and actually the price was just nine cent more too. And they don't have good desserts. But I went there anyway, got me some uh, lemon poppy seed muffins and <laughs> instead of the bread. And it was my sweet, but it wasn't sweet enough. But anyway, I gotta leave the sweets alone. I haven't had none today yet. And it's early though. Like at eight o'clock, eight o'clock. But the thing is, I y'all. Uh... Oh shit, that's 50 minutes I've been talking. I went in coming out of the store. Now, I know y'all run. I mean, if you've been around places like I've been, you come out of places and they coming in or coming out and going in they'll walk up there fast and like expect you to move fuck you know what I do and I've been doing this a long time I stand stark still I don't fucking move a hair I don't <laughs> I do not fucking move one inch and I um, let them go around me make them go around me and I do that now, and it's, it's only because I'm not gonna be running out of your way when you won't even concede a little space for me. And I, I find that a lot in the stores. But you know what I noticed though? Uh, I noticed one thing, that these uh, women, they women, they women speak and like there's two ladies around the park that I come walk around the park every day. I, like I said, around the circle, there's two older ladies, Mexican ladies. Uh, one used to walk by herself and I'm, I speak to them and they say, good morning, and then it really happen. But at the same time, there's a couple of Mexican guys who won't speak to me. Won't even answer me. And I tr do it once and that's it, motherfucker. I walk past your ass and fuck you. <laughs> um, I, uh, I mean, they, they speak more, I think half of them speak, half of these Mexican, Hispanic women speak, um, and just being cordial, I know, don't hold no prejudice, but there's, uh, also the white ones who think they could just stop you anytime in the street. I mean, it's not so much speaking, but stop you. You mind my dog, get the fuck away from here. And then, you know, this happened one time when I was walking the dog down the hotel way, and uh, I see a woman coming with a dog, white woman coming with a dog, and I just go across the street, you know, cause I don't, I mean, dogs pick up their fucking uh, uh, human disease and bullshit, so I don't let a fucking play with too many dogs. Uh. So I'm walking and then next when I'm coming back, she walking back and I'm on the other side of the street and what I crossed over to, which I usually stay on, and 
she uh, crossed over there. It's your dog, really? I said, look, Brady, I crossed the street so I wouldn't even be uh, bothered with you. And you follow me. Oh, excuse me? Okay, excuse you then. What the fuck? You know, you, you just think I'm going to stop and talk to you just because you want to talk. And that's the way it is. I mean, when they want to talk, that talk. You know, I just don't want to be bothered with nobody because, for one, I didn't have a recorder on. I stopped carrying my recorder as much as I used to. Now, I started carrying a recorder up in Oregon because, I, like I said, if I need to shoot somebody, I'm going to be covered. I mean, that's just plain and simple. Just it. And plus, when college started, got these little young fucking white girls running around there. And I damn sure ain't want none of them to talk talking about he did this. And you know, they'd be believed. But the thing is, I started walking around with a recording and camera at the time, you know. And um, some hateful shit going on. And I mean, the shit don't change. I mean, it's everywhere. Uh, they like to tell you that the shit's all right. It is not fucking all right. And you know what? It's going to get fucking worse. It is. It's going to get so fucking bad. But nobody's going to be ready for it. And when it happened, they're going to circle these fucking cities. Now, bring some mind a gun problem, crime problem. And you got all these killings in uh, these inner city. Are these black men doing all that killing? Fuck no. Fuck no. There was a whole bunch of killings in New Orleans after Katrina. Wasn't nobody there but the people who getting killed. Got the fucking police rolling up on people shooting them. White boys rolling up on people shooting them. I mean, how many white boys been caught in black neighborhoods shooting black folk? So, you know, obsequies is slave mentality. Um, a lot of people don't even know they obsequies. You know, obsequies was like Uncle Tom. Yeah, boss. How we doing, boss? We okay? Like Malcolm say. Um, I I learned this word a long time ago, and it made me think about how I re, uh, 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 communicate. Uh, exchange with white folks, you know, and a lot of them look for obsquises people. They won't hire you unless you, well, you know what I mean. It ain't so much you out there bossing, yes, yeah, sir, this, sir. But, you know, you know what obsquises is. Uh, obsquises is when you let them uh, uh, have you do something that's not in your job. <laughs> and you readily accept it. And then you mean you could be obsquises to black, white, but obsquises is just this attitude you have towards uh, somebody you think is superior to you. And you give them leeway, you excuse what they do, uh, and you pretty much let them get away with fucking shit. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Now, you know, she just had this trial. Well, court TV is one of the things I forget. Just had this trial, so um, I'm, I'm I'm amazed, and then again I'm not. 
But why would they believe this woman? Well, because this woman's an actress. She get paid to have us believe them. I mean, that's what they do. That's why I think an actor, actress, somebody who paid to portray something else and actually falsify. I mean, not so much falsify, but act. It's not even acting. They call it acting because it's I don't even know why they call it fucking shit acting. But when you act on the behalf of something, I guess you're acting on the behalf of trying to get the people to believe that you are the person who you are portraying. And when they win these awards and everything else, you know, all oh, they say, yeah, you did a good job. Oh, I believe you. I believe this story. You portrayed it perfectly. Now, she's getting paid to do that. You think she didn't have a fucking strip? At home, she was studying before the trial. She did. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, you know, Reagan, he, he's a fucking actor. Crazy motherfucker, too, but Reagan was, uh, wasn't running away, though. You know? So, now, okay, yeah, I said we're dealing with the VA. Um, what else do I have here that I don't want to talk about? Uh, okay, I told you about the men speaking. I mean, the women speaking, but not the men. And actually, there was... <coughs> I uh, went to a procedure um, for my neck, back MRIs, knees, legs. And I went to the Yuma Medical Center, I think up there on uh, 24th Street. 24th and what's that, something loop. But I went there and I uh, checked in. First day I checked in, uh, I told you, I had to, this woman was like fucking nasty. I mean, and you know, name, social security number, and I got, she was trying to get me in, and I don't have a soft voice. I'm like, okay. And then, you know, when she say, okay, go turn left, and then turn left and go to that waiting room. Okay. Next day I do that. She say, have a seat. Huh? I said, don't you mean left and then left? She said, no, have a seat. So I sit down and then they call me. They go to number five. Now, it's a pretty little woman. Mexican, Hispanic, short, grayish hair, gray black hair. And she wanna, she's checking me in. She right away starts flirting. I said, here you go, give her my ID. Oh, you want me to have that? And I'm like, oh, fuck. One thing I don't do is mix my medical with my motherfucking passion or oh, private. Oh, I'm not trying to pick up a woman in a fucking hospital. <laughs> that, that, even if you work in a fucking hospital. Uh, because I don't want no kind of confusion. I don't want you in my motherfucking ruckus 
I don't want you doing shit. I don't want you even knowing what's about me because you have no business. Nothing, major, nothing wrong with me, but it's just something I don't need nobody who has ability to put input into my medical records and fucking around with it. She's a cutie. And you know, she flirted and flirted and flirted. Okay, you have a good one. Bye-bye. Now, I, I was flattered. But again, I don't do that. I walked off. And yeah, I could use a woman. I could use a honey for a couple of nights and sleep good. But I, uh, I'm not really looking for anything. Not even really looking to pick up anything like that, you know, because that ain't my style. And I mean, yeah, I could get to know somebody, talk to them, but it's going to be a minute before I decide if I want to be in it. And I, I walked off and bye-bye, uh, you know, and I know there's one more waiting for me to come back that way. And the lady who was uh, did the MRI and was escorting me out, she, uh, I walked out before and she said, oh, you ready to leave with me? Yeah. Uh, you want to? And I was looking out the window, out the door, the glass door that was there. She said, you can go out that door if you want. I'm saying, really? Okay, cool. Because <laughs> she actually saw where I parked because she parked right after I parked and I was tending to the dog, making the dog comfortable, putting my stuff at the top in the trunk before I went into the building. And I, uh, I, so she knew where I was and she come in that door in the morning or come in the front and then she could probably leave that door in the evening or doing lunch or whatever. But I'm sure and I went out that door and then, you know, forgot about that shit. Uh, didn't want to deal with it because I didn't want, uh, um, and I know she was looking for me, but you know, that's just me. I don't cross my private life with my medical life or anybody in that field who uh, have access. I mean, no, I mean, Lillian was called a vast guy. I met Lillian before I even was into the medical things and Lillian wasn't in the hospital. She was in a, a, a private doctor's office. But she, uh, she, she was a cutie now, and I walked up. Now, see, the thing is, uh, I know these guys fearful um, of black men. They are. They, they, they really are. And that's why they try to put us down, hurt us, kill us, do anything to harm us. Um to show that they're better than us, you know, when it's actually our dick they're afraid of, and they're afraid of their women falling in love with a black dick. Now, there's stories. the stories about how big a black man is and uh, how well endowed he is and uh, uh, how passionate he is, but it's, is it really that? Uh, how about say I know some all people with small penis, but I don't. But you've heard of them. I mean, fuckers, biggest fuck. But they, oh, they got a little penis. And, you know, it comes out in court or some kind of shit. You know, the steroids and fuck them up so much that they're trying to build up and they love this little bitty thing and shrunk even smaller. Now, I know what they think. I fell for that before, and I uh, don't fall for it now. I don't let myself slip off into that because I'm thinking that 
some of them really like me, but they don't really like me. They like the idea of what I may be. I may be a, a prowless lover. I may be a fucking uh, uh, passionate man, you know, spin ecstasy, you know, around you when I'm with you and when we with you and then, you know, we done. But that's all, you know, you see in me. And so, you know, I don't fuck around with that, you know, because that's not all I am. That is just a small, small portion of me. Uh, but they, they women do speak. Now, I'm just going off this morning. I don't even know what. Uh, the two school shootings. Uh, what about the uh, all these tornadoes going on? You know, Jackson or one of them places in Mississippi, uh, Twin Forks, so something like that, something Forks, Spoon, where they fucking got leveled, one day reporting on that shit, you get a hundred days reporting on a fucking train derailment, huh, now these were black people in Mississippi, they know they forgotten already, cause they were saying it, cause there was other tornadoes pop up, and they immediately went to them, and even the reporter say, I sure hope they don't forget it. Why would you say that unless you know they're going to do it? <laughs> and he won't be back because they won't have an assignment back to Mississippi to cover that tornado unless there's another tornado in the next town or the next town or the next town. Like a days ago. Environmental protection, EPA. Uh... Homeland Security and everybody went to fucking uh, 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 the place when that fucking train derailed. And that's a common occurrence. And everybody went there. But because those people were white and crying. Now trains derailed around black neighborhoods all the time. You don't hear about that shit. Just like you don't hear about the gun crisis that was going on in the mid uh, 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 2005. Even before that. You don't hear about that like a days ago. And our leaders are obsequious when it comes to approach these people about that. So the thing is, it's, uh, you're looking at their kid, huh? It's uh, talking to the dog. They got a cute lady walking with a kid. I guess you walking a dog. A kid like a dog. Nope, that's a kid. I thought it was a dog. Kid just bent over. And I, wait a minute, it's a kid. I thought it was on four legs and he stood up. But um, that's lack of days ago. Um, another thing, I uh, good blacks. I mean, blacks, you know, you see a lot of blacks on TV and everything else. But you ever notice how yellow these blacks are? Black ain't no more. Black blacks no more. Ain't none. I mean, it's just not happening. He got the movie. So there's even one that's known as Univision. Uh, now, here Mexico is uh, <laughs> more black than white. But you see the whites on TV. see the whites in their movies, everything else. Their music, their awards, and everything else. It's the white, Sort of like South Africa. But, and there, there's this one black woman on there. And she is so fucking white. The only way you tell her she's black is because of her curly hair. 
So, uh, I don't know what's up with that even, you know, except for these good, good movies like, uh, Jar Road, you know, I, uh, saw Jar Road and, I mean, they got black folks in it. I mean, black folks. And I like that, you know, I, I think something's going wrong where they're taking and making another race. I think I call these blacks whites too. Why? Because they're the, the email, the, the Marcos, the married princes and stuff. And who hopefully the kid's going to turn out lighter. But then at the same time, they're infusing some life back into that bloodline of theirs. Uh, because they are dying. They are dying. And uh, if we stop killing ourselves, <laughs> give it 20 years, we could take over them. Blacks, brown, and that is why they let you kill yourself. Anyway, I'm going to have to get off here soon. Um, let's see, a couple of more things I wanted to talk about. War on crime, I talk about that. War on crime in the city. Trump, he's a very scary motherfucker. Uh, squeezes. Uh, let's see, school shooting, good blacks are equated. Now, this is the one, guilty of sin. And the way I look at things now in this country is that, uh, you know, the Bible said every man born with sin. But not every man suffer but that sin be, but black folks uh, and we've been condemned to take care of these people too I mean look at slavery was slavery done I mean look when we separated from them after slavery and tried to build our own places uh, look what they done uh, when we got our hospitals all across the country look what they done they don't want us self-sufficient not in this country so I mean it's not the fact that everybody's guilty of sin everybody in the black world just guilty sin, that's the sin we were born in sin because they say so uh, we cannot come out of this sin. we could commute with God and make it better but you know usually that God there got his shit reserved. I mean, look what that God done. I mean, that God put us here and we still pray to him. But anyway, um, guilt, sin. Sin is like the word uh, uh, con and sin. You know, Con in Spanish is with. Sin, S-I-N, is without. That's what the meaning of the words are. Without or with. With or without. And uh, sin is without uh, in Spanish. And that's how I remember those words, you know. And I mean, the thing is, you know, we are not born in sin. Because they call it, I don't know where to get that from. Maybe they call it sex sin or reproduc reproduction sin. But we are born of sin, they say. You ready to go back out again, huh? Get me out. And I think uh, the thing about that is just fucked up. I'm going to stop right now and finish this up. I only got 15 minutes.
Yeah, so I had to let the dog pee now. I'm taking her home for a little break before I go to the library and drop this. Uh, this motherfucker next door to me, man. He is going crazy. I meant to record his ass, and I'm gonna record him before I leave. But this motherfucker's, oh fuck. He must've got his medicine because it seemed like he only wake up two, three o'clock in the morning with that shit and go on for an hour or so. Uh, don't even see him stay locked up in this fucking room house all day long and I think that is so fucked up that people do that shit and uh, they're killing themselves I mean you living but you're not living what is living anyway um, what is living debt that's another one you know I uh, <laughs> when I was I'm from a big family, but there wasn't a lot of debt. People dying just didn't happen in our family. Uh, not my immediate family. I had some cousins die, Ronald uh, died when I was in the military. Um, uh, Glory, not Glory, uh, I guess that. Beverly, Beverly died as my one of my children. And you know, when I was young, people just wasn't dying. I mean, yeah, they had them dying in the projects and neighborhoods and stuff. And that was few and far between, but I, uh, it was, I mean, it happened, but it was nothing close to me. Uh, closest that ever came to me was this little kid, Donald Green, who was my classmate in high school. And he, uh, I was, again, I was kind of screwed up in school. I couldn't deal with a lot of things in school. Uh, and my head was just fucked up. I mean, I I was just screwed up as a child. And I'm, I'm that was, I mean, only until I got into 14, 15 did I actually come into my own. But this kid had a uh, shot hooky one day. Donald Green, he was a classmate. Shot hooky one day and uh, ended up drowning in the canal. And found out it came back the next day that he had uh, drowned there and he was ate by crabs and different things and you know his body was all fucked up and that myself again like I say I take and learn a lesson from other people's experience I think that's the best thing to do instead of uh, I mean most lessons I mean anything that could be harmful or deadly I do that but I uh learning I mean that right there because I, I actually used to uh, <laughs> shot hook it once or twice and I um, ended up in somebody hallway you know hanging out because I didn't want to I just was confused and ended up going going back to school after the lady ran me out and you know Donald Green had then died a couple of days later. Oh fuck no, I ain't gonna be shooting hooky no more. And I didn't. I never shot hooky again. I actually got in school and started doing shit in school to uh, learn. And I never uh, shot hooky again.
But death, you know, it brings the question of what is death, you know? Death is dying. Do you die? And that's the end of it. No, I don't think so. I think when you die, it's just another beginning. Now, no, don't get me wrong. Don't think I'm trying to say I want to, uh, what the fuck is all this trash here? Don't say it. Don't think I'm trying to say I want to die and start a new one. No, I want to hang around here as long as fucking possible. Um, oh, this is one ghetto, but then I get what I pay for. I do. But anyway, I'm going to uh, get off this thing now and I'm going to drop this only because I think I need to drop some. I could put something out there every day with my fucking simple conversation to myself. And I, 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 I do think about shit, try to write shit. But again, like I said, what held me up with doing anything was that big break, hitting breaks when um, I ended up getting those letters. Uh, I'm waiting for an envelope from the lawyer company that, uh, Represented me with the VA as far as the um, my PTSD claim, and I'm waiting on an envelope for though. I'm going to check the mail today before I get the envelope. Drop this, and I'm um, just I just written out a simple letter of what the hell started and fills out the information. I send it to him. Say, hey, look, this is it. Uh, fill it out and. You know, I don't expect nothing from it other than more shit, an examination and everything. But, you know, oh, I know what I wanted to say about the fucking people getting killed, these blacks getting killed in Haiti, <laughs> Mexico. They're like, oh, God damn, I've got to uh, rethink about living overseas. So I actually had been thinking about, I'm going back to the East Coast. I'm going black, back to black folks who understand me. And who I ain't got to worry about hating me because I'm black. You know, I'm going back where I can feel comfortable. I mean, you know, and I hopefully can uh, try to do something to stop crime, but in the city and around me, and try to tell people that you know you can't just be obsquisous uh, because that's all. You know, you're being obsquisous when you harm another one of you. Because, I mean, he just got to face it. He feed them cats too, motherfucker. Oh, man. Anyway, I, uh, think I better go. Cause I just, I just come around here now. Like I say, get what you pay for. And... Oh, the shit. Now, this black lady, I know she be around here cleaning up cat shit. I know they clean it up. But she won't clean up the shit around this fucking camp of mine. Really? Me. And she, I know she be walking daily, but she go to the white area. And yes, there is a white and black area. The whites in the front, the blacks and Mexicans in the back here. 
but mostly the whites by uh, this man. And I, um, I don't know why she won't clean the shit up anyway. But that's, see, that's how blacks treat each other. You know, I got to fucking beat the floor and everything else to keep the cats from under my house. I walked out here yesterday to turn on a cooler, and water for the cooler, and the damn cat uh, sitting on underneath it, trying to cool off. I'm glad to run this fuck away. <sighs> Just cat shit all over the place. So I pulled the cat shit out and just leave it on a, right there. She ain't picked that shit up yet. But she will go down to this other end and clean shit up all fucking day. Obsqueezes. Uh, the black dude, the Jamaican dude, I'm just not getting this dude. He won't. I even, you know, just coarsely, hey, what's up? Nothing, nothing. One, one day he'll say something, next day he won't say shit. Um, So, thing is, he, um, I look at him and he, 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 I guess he work around here, work around this place, taking care of the plants and different things, you know, I see him walking around a lot, I don't know if they pay him for that, probably reduce his rent a little bit, but he, I guess he cleaned up too and I see they had him all working, cutting the tree down the other day, and tree sit still here still around um just fucking littered all over the place but nobody moved it yet and I guess they're waiting to I don't know they're gonna be waiting for this shit to dry but fucking tree is uh cut anyway oh, what else is there living Life is just meant to be lived. Live the way you want to. I think living in a house is so unnatural. I think a man should be made to roam. And by man not roaming, man being fixed in one spot, in one cave, he's dying. You don't even know he's dying. I mean, and that's where the medicine come in. But the medicine's not for us. Uh, I'm telling you. Okay. I'm going to drop this and then leave it. I think I may have said something about this before. Are there any naturally white mites? No. <laughs> no. They mutate them and make them white. And then do tests on them. Why? Because they're doing tests on a mutated species as opposed to a real species. Now, what I'm saying, we dark people are more human than the Neanderthal that sprung off them, who transformed, evolved into something else. So they mutated. Mutation is a form of evolving. Uh, they are us, but they're not us. They mutated to something else, more savage, uh, something more deadly, something without feelings. Uh, I look at TV and see them crying on TV when something horrendous app and I'm like what the fuck and they believe it uh their tears matter when I don't um but anyway 
I'm going to let this go now. 87 minutes and 39, 40, 41. Pretty girl. Want to say something? What's that? What's that? Oh, she bark at night. Oh, she the shit though. Anyway, say something pretty. There goes another motherfucker walking in that alley. Later. Well, I'm going to just say, get all of this paperwork out of the way, then I'm back on track. Uh, again, like I say, I got drop one of these every day, uh, but I gave them my internet. They're fucking crazy. My Mint Mobile then went to fucking T-Mobile, which is not bad, because T-Mobile helped me out doing Katrina. Actually dropped my bill, because I was communicating with my family in New Orleans, and I was in Phoenix, my fucking bill was like $500. And they said, that's okay. Don't worry about that shit. And wrote it off. Fuck. So, I'm not mad. T-Mobile's okay, but Mint, god damn it. Now, I was doing Verizon, uh, getting the internet service. And Verizon internet was $80 a month on my little, that little mobile internet thing. Uh, I just stopped doing that shit because I'd rather go to the library every other day um, for 100 gigs. No, it wasn't worth it. And then, uh, I mean, that was the minimum, I, not the minimum I could get, the minimum that would uh, survive for my use. But anyway, so, but I'm going to the library. Drop this so peace out. This is Bulldog 666. Yeah, and I'm not explaining no more what the fuck that is. Or if I hate white folks or not. I hate racist assholes and the ones who do nothing about it. So if you fit in that group, <laughs> thank you. Forgot all about Good Friday. Today is April the 7th, Good Friday. Later. <laughs> Christians. The Shasta Dam Visitor Center near Good Red day, Park even though it's a good Friday.